So, Tom, you don't remember this in Aquaman? No. Oh, they're coming in all slow motion off the beat. It was, right a, good, here. It was a good sequence. In the beginning? Yeah, well, no, it was, it was after they uh, escaped Atlantis. Oh, okay. I know where you're at. They're uh, coming in on the beach, about to fly on the plane. Uh huh. Let's start this show. Welcome to Hero Ball, the podcast exploring the multiverse of sports and entertainment. My name is Tom Jones. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy News. Welcome back. With us, as always, MC Biscuit. Chicka to chick, chick to what, what, what? Mustache over there, sir. Thank you. It's growing <laughs> in nice. Thanks. Darren Caldwell. I bless the rains down in Africa. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's right. Happy New Year, everybody. Ha- happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy, happy, happy New Year. Shalom. Mazel tov. All that good stuff. What did you guys do for New Year's? We had a hero ball party with the fams. That's right. That's right. We were all there. And your son kept abusing my daughter. That's true. He was a little bully. I'm sorry about that. I gave him a stern talking to, you know, as much as a two-year-old can understand. Yeah. I don't know what was up with him. He, like, was not going after anyone but your daughter. No. I don't know if he was trying to flirt. She got hit, like, what, three, at least three times? Yeah, it was three different times. We figured it was him being the soon-to-be middle Mm -hmm. was finding the the only person in the house that he could uh, assert his dominance over. Right, the only person he's bigger than. Yeah. 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 No, sorry about that. It was a it was a good New Year's though. I enjoyed it. I mean, we didn't stay till midnight because we all have because young families and why? That's true. The, you know, New Year's comes whether I'm up at midnight or not. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep on the couch watching Infinity War with my wife. Oh, that's nice. not bad. She woke me up at New Year and uh, said Happy New Year. I said, Can I go to bed now? She said, Yep. So I went to bed. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> so I went home, got in bed. Uh, finished because earlier in the day I was watching Fellowship of the Ring as I told nice. you guys uh, at the party so I finished it one does not simply walk into Mordor absolutely or something that, like that literally is the Belloc. scene that I yeah you can't Speak remember anymore because it's just Inter. a meme now it's all you remember right. is, yeah so uh, I, I finished it and then uh, watched, turned on Seinfeld and then fell asleep <laughs> so that was productive yeah uh, then i woke up and it was 2019 i was like Mm -hmm. sweet i think i probably went home and watched some home improvement because we've been Uh? really digging home improvement lately (laughs) it's on for two hours every night on like cozy tv i don't think so tim and then we will we'll watch it on uh just the internet as well i remind myself of uh of wilson right now 
I do too because because I because all I can see is the top top of my head and And I dispense lots of really smart sounding always uh, advice Mm -hmm. on the podcast. Yeah, you are our resident uh, Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right, Wilson. (laughs) Uh, We uh, we forgot to introduce uh, the fourth member of our podcast though tonight, which would be Tom's massive new mic. Oh Mm. yes, Mm -hmm. that thing is that thing is pretty big. Yeah. Feel like you're trying to compensate a little bit here. I'm trying to compensate for having the worst mic. In the group. Yeah, yeah. It's so far okay for the record. In our sound checks, it has sounded crystal clear. Mm. So whether it is currently while we're actually recording or not is to be seen. You know, I just think rising tide raises all boats, and if I can get a better mic, it just increases the whole podcast. See, I think you actually just became Wilson right there. Oh, there you go. Look at that spouting off. Uh, Stuff about tides and boats. Yeah, tides and boats. He's, he's philosophizing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dust, wind. I always wanted to be a mariner dude. philosopher. You know, when uh, when it shows Orm's stats, one of his things oh, is right. philosopher. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was looking through, I tried to look through as many of those as I could um, in that fight scene. And I got like at the bottom, I think the last one was five time undefeated Triton champion yeah. or something like that. So sweet. That was really funny though. They just they just skunked Aquaman completely. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Buffoon, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> poop, can't do anything. Good stuff. Well, we're back on the pod. Yeah, boy. Yeah. I heard David Locke the other day say, Jay Crowder, he checked three. And I thought, he checked. It's been a while since we recorded. <laughs> it's been a <laughs> while. Had, yeah, we had some eps kind of banked up there. Um He checked. He checks, D. Before we get into the Oh man, you're just throwing it right at Topic, me. No well, prep. Uh, well, yes, that's the way the pod. No prep. Listen, I have not had a job for two weeks. Wow. Now this is. I I I thanks don't. Thanks Obama. Thanks Trump. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh wait, was it Obama? Thanks what? Obama. Oh, so, it's a new year. That's so I'm I'm rusty. I'm used to sleeping in, going to bed late, and not thinking. So. So I I don't know I it's gonna take me a minute. Okay. It's gonna take me a minute to drum up my heat checks and try to remember something from like more than a few weeks uh, a few minutes ago. I've got something. All right, roll. It's it's minor because it, it this is a heat check towards so a very blow it out of proportion. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm ready to a do. A mountain. So it's a a very small 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 percentage of people, but I have seen it out there, and it just makes me SMH all day. And that is that there are people out there that for some reason are really upset that there was a drumming octopus in Aquaman and yet mm-hmm. sing the praises of a drumming ant in Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, no qualms with that. Bunch of ants doing housework and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Very small percentage of silly buffoonery sure. out there. But that's a nitpick. That's well, a that's a heat check of mine saying you know what that's not a that's not a nitpick that's a legitimate pick but, with the critics uh, logically though uh, I, I, an octopus probably wouldn't even know what a drum kit is because they live underneath the water that's true and I can see how an ant would so you're right. so pheromones ant got bigger they explained it pheromones that's true they did. and they can all of a sudden perform quantum mechanics on uh, particle accelerators or whatever the that's crap. Right. I know right you well know? I feel better about this I don't have a heat check anymore Listen, if you're, uh, we don't if you're care. A, at all that uh, we're, that we're talking about different universes and quantum right. realm and everything like right. that 
how an octopus drums is beyond me. That takes me out of suspended belief, right? Disbelief, right? We there. all know that cannot. That happen. cannot happen. If if you're <laughs> if you're complaining about the silliness of a drumming or just a, the existence of a drumming octopus, then you're watching the wrong movie. People that yep. that critique movies like that with some like. And they had this drumming octopus, and it was so weird and just totally like unrealistic, or took me out of it, or just was silly. I'm like, okay, did you did you were you sitting there when he <laughs> he said permission to come aboard, and then the '80s guitar solo starts blaring, <laughs> and then he looks over his shoulder again with the smolder right, and right. blares again. <laughs> this is it, that's the movie it's, it is. I know yeah, it's okay. It's silly. Yeah, it's, and, it's when Arnold Schwarzenegger and the other dude, I forget his name, Sylvester Stallone. No, the uh, in Predator at the very beginning when they do the Tom Selleck. ultimate bro handshake when the they're Jesse Ventura. Oh, the black actor, huh? Uh, is that who you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, right yeah, there. It's Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. When Carl He's Weathers ripped in that movie. Yeah, and yeah. both of them do that, and they're like nobody yeah. complains about that in Predator, mm, right? I like you know, that scene. or the That's fact that movie. he was able to disguise himself from the super advanced alien with clay and mud. That's right. Nobody cares. Well, it'd be like complaining about that, but then saying, oh, but Star Wars is totally like, you know what I mean? It's just right. the double standard thing that is Laser just so swords silly. swords exist. Exactly. <laughs> but there's a double standard where it's like, oh, boo-hoo, these people breathe underwater and they ride sharks around and there's a drumming octopus. Oh, but a host full of gigantic ants doing chores around the house is totally fine with me. I actually, like it's, just, it's just funny. It's a very small percentage of people I've seen that out there, but they are out there. And it just, like I said, SMH all day long. So if I'm, if I'm going to analyze and overpick your nitpick, I actually think it makes sense because uh, within the context of the movie, because the Atlanteans have already domesticated other sea animals and are using them as their tugboats, essentially uh, diesel rigs and whatnot. And then they have as well that kraken type of animal that is guarding the whoa 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 the thing whoa, spoilers whoa, whoa. we've already reviewed the movie <laughs> exactly um, people aren't going to expect it here so um, my heat check watch yourself so the Atlanteans already have like the creatures doing these types of things yeah. who's to say that that drumming octopus isn't there for those battles just to sit there and do that what That's I want to know call the octopus drummer is well, who is standing up for the animals. Who's protecting their rights? Who's making sure they aren't harmed in this? Because this is gross negligence on the part of the Atlanteans. That's true. They're fed a good wage. <laughs> Humans. That's right. So anyway, that's all. All right. I probably have more. Like you said, it's been a while, so I might think of something. But eh. I got nothing. What I really liked are these new dame shoes. Ooh. Ooh, those are nice. They are nice. Carter, you seen these new dames? The Dame Fives dropping Ooh. in the beginning of February. Oh yeah. You sent out that pick. Those are so fire. With those in the mint color? Oh, that mint is <laughs> Those are nice. Sustained. Sustained glory. I would wear those. <laughs> I would wear those when I get married. I wouldn't even wear them on the basketball court. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm gonna get them. So here's my thing. I have worn Adidas Sambas, as you see on my feet right now, mm-hmm. or Converse, uh, Chuck Taylors. You know, pretty much exclusively for years and years. They're the only shoes I've ever purchased. So I said to myself, 
So. I'm going to get the Dawn issue ones. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was homeschooled. Right. So I'm going to get the <laughs> I Dawn. I couldn't say it to my friend. He wasn't there. <laughs> huh? I must have missed what you said. YOLO. Keep going. Anyway, <laughs> the Dawn issue one. I said, you know what? They were a little, when I first saw them, I was like, eh, I don't know. They've grown on me. I think if they come in some cool colorways, definitely going to get a pair to support my guy. Got to sp- support Spider. But then I saw the Dame Fives. I mean, I let out a Jason Momoa. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, those are dope. Yeah, those are nice. The mint green. Mercy. So remember what my heat check was. Okay. I freaking hate fantasy basketball leagues. Chuck it up. Mm. How you doing in our league, bro? Let's check this real quick. So apparently, on multiple occasions, I can lose three to four points in a night. Yeah. On nights when you can usually only get one, two, three points maximum, and nobody else loses anything. Yeah, to lose three points in a night is a lot. Typically, yeah. I just go up one or one or right. stay the same. I've lost four points one. in a night. Really? Yeah. And nobody else loses anything. I'm the only one. Are you easy E? Team Nuss, Bob. No, Parker. I'm CKST, man. CKST, you're 31 and a half right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. And, I, and I'm legitimately engaged. You are. There's only like one or two nights. Barney, who hasn't gotten engaged until recently, is yeah. screaming up the list at a 34 now. He's in third place. Yeah. Way to go, Barney. Yeah, I'm tanking. Way to go, Barney. Tank note, Tank Darren Caldwell. All right, well, I'm going to send you a trade offer right now. <laughs> I've already sent a trade offer out there. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm trying to get rid of some dead weight. I'm going to send you Dinwiddie for, uh, who you got, Jokic? I want Jokic. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I've uh, I've sent out a trade proposal to to Barney. Well, if it's ridiculous, the commissioner might veto it. No, it's it's legit. It's legit. I'm offering up uh, some Russ for some Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. some Chris Middleton for some other dude that he's got on his yeah. roster. I don't even remember uh, because, and I can say this now because he'll either deny it or it will have timed out by the time this airs. Yeah, you got 48 hours. Yep, because uh, Russ is poopy. Russ, uh, Russ is pooping it. He's pooping up my team. Yeah, and I'm not. A, I'm not. He was like what that. three for three for twenty last night. Yeah, three for twenty. He he would have been better off on my bench. Mm. Sounds like Rubio's better than him. But he was air guitaring in Lance Stevenson's face. Well, he doesn't need mm-hmm. to actually be good to be yeah. a jerk. Exactly. Kind of like Ben Simmons. Did you see what he said about small markets, though. Yeah, it's like the one time I've ever been like. He's got a point. Right. What did he say? He basically, someone basically had asked him a question about um, Paul George signing with a small market team as opposed to the Lakers. And he basically said, I don't believe in small market teams because if you're doing what you're supposed to do, you're going to get the recognition. You're going to get the accolades. If you're playing the way you should be playing, if you're doing what you should be doing, if you play at a certain level, like it doesn't matter who you play for. Yep. So I just thought that's pretty cool to hear him say that. You know, because he just said, you know, I've been with Oklahoma City my whole career, and I'm Russell Westbrook. <laughs> right. You know? You've got Antonio so, or Anthony Davis, who's tops in MVP voting, you know, up in the top three, plays for New Orleans, which is one of the smallest markets in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of things, you have our man, Gordon Hayward, mm. going to Boston, getting beat out right now by Vince Carter. For all-star votes. Oof. Playing 21 we'll, minutes against the Spurs. We'll get into that. Getting zero points. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
joke. I would yeah. feel bad for him if I didn't hate his guts. All right. As a basketball player, not as a person. Before we go to the all-star voting, <laughs> it's mid-season. Let's get to topic number one, which is our- Getting rid of fantasy basketball. Which is our Utah Jazz. <laughs> Bro, you're in it for the long haul. Listen, you got like three more months. You got 90 days of in it. suffering left. No, I could just delete the app and forget that it ever existed. <laughs> oh, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. All right, so listen, it's halfway through the season. Utah Jazz are, um, what are they, 18 and 20? 11th in the West. Yeah, 11th in the West, 20th in the league. Eight and a half games out of first. Up and down nightly. What do we make of the Utah Jazz? Are they who we think? They are who we thought they were. I don't think that, because that would be number two in the West right now. Playoffs? So... Here's the question. Do the Jazz make the playoffs as currently constructed? <laughs> Do we need to make some moves? Do we stand pat and try to play the market over the summer? Listen, Pat sucks. He's always sucked. Oh, geez, I don't want you. him on the court. Here you go again. <laughs> so I spent, I spent last weekend with my family, and all I've got is dad jokes. Okay, thanks. That's all i got. I love dad jokes. <laughs> I laugh at them. Yeah. Well, especially when I say them. I don't <laughs> laugh at Gordon Monson when he makes them. I change the station. That's because Gordon Monson is, I mean, it, it'd be inappropriate to, to talk about him without him being here because he's horrible. <laughs> he is horrible. <laughs> I think you referred to him one time as old man story time or something like that. Yeah. It, he just rambles, man. It's, anyways. And he's got horrible opinions. Unlearned, un, unreasoned opinions. <laughs> he is like my fantasy basketball team. You know, lots of fluff and just keeps dropping three point losers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just, I'm just staring at this going tonight. I like it. So the Jazz will make the playoffs with this Woo. current roster, but they will lose in the first round. I forgot to mention, though, roster. Sacramento is above us. Memphis is above us. And the Clippers, who we all at the beginning of the season thought, yeah, they, they're not going to be anything. because they thought that they weren't going to be no, much of anything. Those three teams are above us right now. Yeah. That's stunning. Well, and, and they might come down to earth, but they might not. I mean... No, Ubuntu. I don't know. And the Nuggets, who aren't only above us. They're the number one seed yeah. currently. And they, they're staying there even with injuries. Like, they're not just... Oh, I hate the Nuggets. I, I don't think so they're much. flash in the pan. Well, I think that they're a great regular season team. I think yeah. they get destroyed in the playoffs. Yeah. I, I think in this, in this year's Western Conference, the number eight team, anybody, even Golden right. State. Although, eh. if Golden State has a switch to flip, they will flip it and they'll beat whoever. But this year is primed for an eight seed taking out the number one. And I sincerely hope that it's the Jazz taking out the Nuggets. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I haven't watched the Nuggets play, so I don't know. I don't know what they look like. I've watched the Kings play. They're a lot of fun to watch. There's like this big white guy. There's some smaller other guys. Jokic is really boring to watch. His stats are amazing, and he gets a lot of praise, rightfully so, and he does make that face. <laughs> but he's really boring to watch. I do not like watching his game. He's kind of like Gordon Hayward where, last year where it, it, the game would be over. Last year and, he didn't play. Uh, two years ago. And he would have uh, 24 points and eight rebounds, and you're going, I don't remember a single thing that you did, a single way that you impacted the game. Jokic is kind of like that for me, except way better. <laughs> so... 
Carter, Carter's making faces in the, <laughs> in the studio the, here. The, the Jokic face, which is looking like a fish gasping for air. Mm-hmm. While also simultaneously being stoned on Colorado weed. Exactly. Yeah, that's a perfect way to describe it. It's a stoned dying fish. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. The Western yeah. Conference is nuts. I think the Jazz get it together. The schedule is going to be favorable. So even with this current team, I think that you'll see things click in. I think you'll see them. Even if it doesn't click in to the degree we had thought or, or hoped to see, I still think there's enough talent. There's enough. We've done it in the past couple seasons. Quinn Snyder. All these elements are going to push us into a we're, – we're, we're going to be a playoff team in my opinion, but I think with this current one, we we could potentially lose. Kind of like you said, with any team can eat, beat any team, this goes for the Jazz too. And if we're playing at the level we're playing right now, um, you know, we might squeak into the playoffs but get swept. I mean, I don't right. know. Right. It's, I don't see us making, if we get to the playoffs, I don't see us going second round like we did the past two no. years. What's crazy is even the Pelicans are 15th in the West. Uh, and then after them... 14th. Suns are 15th. I thought there were 16 teams. 15. For real? I thought For there were 16 and 16. For real, dog. Okay. Nope. 15 and 15. We only got 30. Oh. All right. Um, so, Pels are 14th. And after them, there is a huge drop. A precipitous drop? Is that the word? Drop to the, to the Suns. So, even the Pels who are not really in it right now they're not out of it either they can still get it together and well and you're talking about a team who came in and swept the blazers yeah last year's playoffs so So like like the jazz the pelicans all these teams that we think should be in there certainly can still do it but they're not playing at a level like we had seen and i don't know if that's just because of you know donovan's having a sophomore sophomore slump if i've ever seen one and, you know, we got guys like Joe Ingles who are – he's very average right now. He's not the dead-eye shooter he was last year. Mm-mm. Rubio hasn't – he had a stretch where we thought maybe he's getting back to that level, but he's regressed back to, you know – Who he is. That's just who he is. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. so trades, if there's a move to be made, no, is there a move to be made? We're going I mean, 44 now. 44 and oh. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, is is there anything even out there that would help us currently? Uh, the schedule. Well, I'm talking the, trades. And, and that's yeah. the, and this is what we, we talked about it uh, on, on text a, a little bit ago. Um, any trade you make is going to end up bringing back long-term salary. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no because we've got uploaded salary. Yeah, you're going to have like a Tim Hardaway, 18 mil or over the next Kevin two Love. years. Kevin Love, 30 mil over four. Um, somebody like that. If you're making a trade that makes any kind of difference now, it's going to have some kind of big salary because right. nobody else is giving up a talented one-year player. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being the case. I don't. I don't think there's anybody out there right now that moves the needle on what we're able to do this year enough to take on that kind of salary. And there's enough. Not only there's some big name free agents, which is actually really good for us. That there's big name free agents like like KD and those guys. 
because there's a bunch of second tier guys the Clay Thompsons, Kemba Walker, Tobias Harris, Chris Middleton, all these guys that are coming off of their contracts that are going to be unrestricted, but they're not going to get the same level of attention as a Kevin Durant or DeMarcus mm. Cousins or those guys, which means we're going to be able to come in, offer a guy 22, 24, 25 million a year, one of these second tier guys who could be a top tier guy for us. And get that. And so I think any trade you do uh, cancels out your ability to get one of those guys next year. Mm-hmm. And those are the guys that I think we need. Not a Kevin Love or Tim Hardaway Jr. or somebody like that. And I was just going to say real quick is, to me, a Tobias Harris is pretty much Kevin Love. The dude shoots threes. He he rebounds. Rebounds, yep. Scores. He scores, but he can drive. He can post up. He's actually a lot more – he's probably a more versatile Kevin Love. Right. Without the injuries. Without the injuries, and and he's younger. And without Mm -hmm. the age. And he can play small forward, too. I don't know. I don't think Kevin Love can really do that. And I think he's been at least an average defender, whereas Kevin Love – I mean, Kevin Love has had moments where he's been locked in, but overall he's a minus. Right. So let me me say this, because I agree with you. I think that's the – those are the waters we should be fishing in, is hoping for the free agent market this summer. But I don't think that any team is going to have a legitimate shot at Clay because of how bad Draymond is playing. I think before, Draymond's under contract for one more year, and I think before the argument was Golden State's going to have this decision to make, essentially of choosing between two equals of who do we, who do we resign. Draymond is making that art that our decision really easy for Golden State though, and sucking it up terribly this year. This is the so, end of the beef. So I think know, if you're Golden State, you go well. We're going to take this offensive prime elite shooter over you, Draymond. Even though you are the heart of the team, the you know all that the emotional leader, all that stuff. Because we can only pay three people, so we're going to pay Kevin Durant, Steph's under contract, Clay Thompson, and we'll go find what you can provide elsewhere. I think, and I think that's going to hurt the other chance, the chances for the other teams See, to I, sign him. The only reason, the only way any team gets Clay is if Clay wants to leave, right? And and that's yeah. There there are some indications that he might want to. I mean, I've got sources. He I don't may, know if you guys have sources, no, you're, you're my not. source. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just objectively looking at it, you have a guy who's capable of putting up twenty five points a night. Um, being a primary go-to guy on a team while being a primary defender, being getting a lot more all-star consideration than he does, all those kinds of things that could happen. And you have him currently on a team that is so full of strife and acrimony and drama that there might just be like, hey, the Jazz are a team that has it. They're a calm team. They like each other. Uh, I don't care about nightlife. I just want to play, and they've got a role for me, and I can be a number one or a number two scorer instead of being the number three, number four. When DeMarcus comes back, maybe even a number five guy, depending on how my shot is. I don't think of all the guys that I listed. I don't think I think Clay's the least gettable for mm-hmm. any sing, any team in the league. Yeah, I think yeah. he is more likely than any other player to sign re-sign. But that being the case. If you have the option of a Kemba Walker or a Tobias Harris 
and they might be on the table. Well, and as interestingly enough, the Bleacher Report had put out three free agents to watch for Utah specifically hmm. was Clay Thompson, um, Kimball Walker, and Tobias Harris. Yeah. So, so I think as, as legitimately attainable too. I think so. our legit chance is probably to go after Kimba. I would want Tobias more than Kimba because of his versatility and his size. But with Clippers being a better team than us, him loving that organization and that team. Have you seen his YouTube show? With yeah, he, he loves it. it Although he has, too. he has in the past expressed right, uh, but I'm just saying, interest in Quinn Snyder. There yeah, is but, that. But they organizationally but, but and as a right, team yeah. are, are not giving him any reason to go anywhere. Well, I think and, that... Um, Steve Ballmer is a, a a guy people like to play for as an owner. Yeah, he's a great owner. So, like he he's the type of owner that he's involved, but not to the point that you call it meddling. He's like a you good know? Mark Cuban. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, because Mark Cuban, I would say meddles. He meddles. Yeah, Mark Cuban's a great owner, like players owner. Yeah, like, you ask Chandler Parsons how amazing it is mm-hmm. to play for Mark Cuban. You know, you get all the perks. So but, yeah. I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think those guys are leaving. I think those teams are going to resign them, and I don't think they're going to want. Well, they're leave. so good. They, that, that's they, right. They, so I'm going to give them the money mm-hmm. and say you're our guy. Yeah, so they so, did it with Lou Williams. Everyone thought, oh well, they're going to blow it up, and then they suddenly signed Lou Williams to a three year deal, mm-hmm. making good money to be their top scorer, and it's worked. So I don't see them blowing that up I, I think the Jazz point. go hard after Kimba I pay him what he wants if he asks for something crazy I'd pay it to him so because he's, uh, he's balling out and what else are you going to do you you haven't if you if this scenario tra- uh, happens you haven't traded anything during the season so here you are in the off season Rubio's a free, uh, free agent to go right like he's a restricted free, uh, just an unrestricted free agent this off season if I mean really all your eggs right now are bringing in Kimball Walker. Either that or you bring back Rubio. Well, that sounds terrible. So so we uh, we started asking the question in our text thread, but we stopped because hashtag content. Um, take away all those other considerations of who, uh, who would actually come or who would be likely to come, who we could pry away from their, from their teams. If all things being equal, let's say all three of those guys – Clay Thompson, Tobias Harris, and Kemba Walker said, we want to play for the Jazz. You have cap space. Fit us in. But we can only sign one. Which one of those guys do you sign? Tom. I would sign Tobias Harris. because Over Clay. Over Clay. Yeah, I'd sign him over Clay. Uh, Clay's really good. I love what Clay does. But I just like Tobias Harris. I don't know if he's younger than Clay. I want to say he is. Maybe the same age. About the same age. But... I think all three of those guys are within a year or two. I think as at his position to stretch the floor um, is just more valuable in our in our system. Clay would be great too, right? It's like arguing. I don't know whether you'd have like a million dollars or a million and one dollars, but I would take Tobias Harris, Carter. I think I'd take Kemba because I, and this is more of just a um, eye test. It seems to me, when you look across the league, the teams that really excel are teams that have a, a great backcourt, a great point guard paired up with a great shooting guard and that can go and score and play off each other and be that one-two punch at that position. Um, 
and so just like I said, it's just more of an eye test thing that my gut tells me a Kimba Walker would do that. He's he's really a clutch player. We've been in a lot of games this year, and then we just have crumbled in the last three minutes when we've seen a player like Kimba Walker who does the opposite of that. There's three minutes left, and it's go time, and he's hitting the winning shot. Mm-hmm. We've seen that at least more often than not this season. And like you said earlier, he's playing at a different level than he has, so there's potential that he could come back down to earth, but down to earth for him is still pretty dang good. No, yeah, I think he's at. And I take that over. stay where he is right now. He's been at that yeah, level for a while true. now. And he, I'd take Kimba over Clay only because I think Clay and Donovan is not a great fit together. Only because then you put Donovan as the point guard, and I don't, I'm not convinced he's a, 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 I think he can handle it in stretches, but I don't think, hey, you're our starting point guard now. I don't know if I like that. Um, Although I think he could do it because what we've seen from him is he's adaptable and he learns what he needs to do. That's why I also think we'll see his inefficiency go up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. over the over the next few years, he'll figure it out. Um, that said, and then Tobias Harris, I really like, but I think that you can find uh, a poor man's version of that out there that's attainable, like Derek Favors. Like a well, uh, Derek Favors, true. So, that's, who, that's who I thought. Well, so, I, I would, I would say actually this, say though. Joe Ingles is a poor man version of Tobias Harris. Okay. I yeah, mean, that, that's like a like, yeah. See, yeah, I mean that I could, if you're I talking that. literally a poor man's version, yeah, that's he's pretty poor. Because I'm actually I'm I'm with Carter on this. I would I would go with Kemba over both of those guys. Only the only reason why I go with him over Clay. Clay to me is objectively better than either right. one of those I guys. Agree. But only because of positional duplication. Because you'd have to either like you're saying move Donovan up to the uh, point guard, or you start Dante. And you move Clay to the three. three yeah. And yeah, neither one of those options ultimately are. I mean, it's positionless basketball yeah, now, that's or whatever. Right. So just stick him at three. But I think that he he doesn't perform as well as he would if he were a natural two. Um, Kemba Walker over Tobias Harris because I think Kemba Walker is a guy who can consistently give you twenty five, if not forty points a night. He can do those things he's he reminds me of Damian Lillard he is the yeah he's the guy he's the the kind of guy that's the fits the exact need that we have which is a guy that can bust Mm -hmm. defenses with his shooting with his slashing with his passing with all of those things he's a legitimate star scorer absolutely and at a position of need all you have to do you get him you drop favors and Rubio because both those guys are out uh, after this year and you slide um, either Jay Crowder into the starting lineup mm-hmm. or you move Joe Ingles down or or something along those lines mm-hmm. to get finally a modern NBA offense with four shooters, four guys who can handle the rock, pass, do everything, and one guy in the middle who will jam everything and block everything in sight. Yeah. And I think if you had that with Kemba, Donovan, and Gobert uh, as the core of the, of the team – that's that's a pretty, I would say unstoppable, but it's the West, so that's a that's a solid. That's a good mediocre team. First through sixth <laughs> uh, possibility right there. Yeah, um, I think Kemba puts us over the top and puts us into contender. I status. would say that Kemba 
out of the three is the more uh, elite score. And that's coming with Clay having some uh, monster games. Oh, but yeah. I just mean um, but he, on he a gets night cold. to night basis. Yeah, he gets cold. Every year, and Clay Kimba Thompson has an extended seems to cold regularly streak. just be at this level and then go above it. Yeah. Clay kind of goes 18 points, 22 points, 16 points, 55 points, and then back down to earth. Part of that's his role. Right, but he's had like what a, a two three week cold streak, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's played I think, pretty terribly. Yeah, right he's I had think. a couple of couple of years in a row where he goes on an extended cold streak, and again, yeah. maybe that's because of the role. Maybe you put him in a consistent role every single night, where you're counting on him to put up 20, 22 shots a game. Maybe he doesn't get those cold streaks. Maybe it's because he doesn't know sure. if he's going to get seven or twenty-three. You know. Yeah. And honestly, I forget what Clay was like before KD got there. At this point. Yeah. Because I remember. I mean, we don't talk about the Splash Brothers anymore. Mm-hmm. But they were the Splash Brothers at one point. Oh yeah. And uh, KD was hitting, you know, not just as many threes as Steph, but right up there with him. You mean Clay? Uh, yeah, Clay was hitting. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, it's funny too because I, th- I think we all agree in in some ways that. Clay Thompson out of those three is the best player, and yet I still put him third. If if you give me a, a choice for all three of those, because even if you went after a Tobias Harris, you fill a need mm-hmm. and a great. Mm-hmm. He's he's a great player, and he does all those things that we talked about. And then he, I think at that point, then you could slide in, you know, a point guard that's like a, a um, Malcolm. Brogdon or uh, Terry Rozier or someone you can find someone out on the market or something that would fit in as a nice piece next to Donovan in that front court or that back court but then have this this dude at the three or the four wherever you play him uh, I, so I don't know it's just funny because I just ta- as we're talking I'm like it's funny that we all agree that Clay Thompson's the best player here and yet it seems like he's just not the right fit for what Utah. I mean, not that he wouldn't fit because, like you said, you could you make you fit, could plug right? him in, mm-hmm. and it would be awesome. The Jazz would get better. That's you know clear. But I think Kimba, like you said, I think uh, uh, Kimba would put us. So if over I had to top. go one, two, three, yeah, I would go just just for my myself. I would put Tobias at number one um, because I think we can let go of favors, put Tobias in mm-hmm. at the five, continue to bring Jay off the bench. Or at the four, I mean, put him at the four, continue to bring Jay off the bench, and we can find a, a point guard out there. I don't want right. to, or just bring up, let Exum start or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, which for Kimba would three be number games two would for be me. Sweet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would love to have Kimba. His offensive punch literally reminds me of uh, Damian Lillard. Oh, yeah. He yep. can just shoot the lights out, stretch that floor so much. For sure. Yeah, give me Lil. I, I would. We were just. I, I wish we could have Damian Lillard. Oh yeah. I yeah. wish there was some way to pry him out of Portland's if, if, grasp. If he's coming, it's going to be when he's thirty-three years old and just wants to come back and play in his home state, so to speak. I would still take him. I actually think Damian Lillard's game is the kind of game that it would age well. Oh, we'll see. I agree. I he seems like a smart player. So Kimba Walker is averaging twenty-five points a game. Uh. A steal and a half, six assists. Um, Twenty-five. That's a lot, man. I he gets that's a steal and a half. Steal and a half, six, six assists, uh, four and a half six rebounds. So he's Dang. a decent, 
Rebounding he's a smaller for a guy. smaller guard. Yeah. That's a good line all the way across. He's shooting 82% from free throw. Ugh, we need that help. He's uh, Ain't nothing free shooting. About those. <laughs> Not for the Jazz. Oh, man. He's taking six free throws a game. So he's getting to the line at a decent clip. Uh, where's his three point? He's shooting 36% from three currently, which is still better than anyone on the Jazz right now. So. Yep. Except for maybe Corvin. What was his percentage? Uh, 36%. 36. That's yeah, still low. 50% from the field. We need. Oh, sorry, 44% from the field. I just wish we had like two guys, or at least one guy, who took five, six, seven, eight threes a game who is hitting at 40%. What's right Corver now? Doing? We've I got thought, isn't Corver doing? Corver's at right but, but at he plays forty, but he plays minutes. like fifteen minutes yeah, a game. Yeah, I'm, right. Like I want a guy who's out there thirty minutes a game who's going to suck defenses in every okay. time down well, the court. And that's the thing so is me, our two. You think of Corver and you think of Ingles, who are our best three point shooters, and they're good three point shooters. But we can't play them long minutes. Right? They're just both too old. I love Ingles, but he's. I mean, he was what a thirty-something year old rookie. And this is right. he's, he's 27 year old, oh, okay. years old as a rookie. But still, you know what like I mean? He's, he's not a 22, he spring three, chicken. four, yeah. As Gordon so. Monson would say. <laughs> yeah. Growing up on the farm. Okay, so Tobias Harris, since we're throwing out stats, 50% field goal, 42% from three, 88% free throw shooter, 21 points a game, eight boards, over two assists. Dang, he's almost hitting that 50, 40, 90. Mm-hmm. He's having That's a insane. Fantastic, fantastic season. Okay, maybe I go to bias. I don't know. Yeah, forty-two percent from three. Maybe I mean, his career. If is Kemba's not, if Kemba's not as efficient, because that—that's part of it—is you can tell with with our team, we get all the shots we need. We just oh, don't yeah, have do. guys who can put it in the hole with those shots. Our system is flawless. Like yeah. we, our system works. It's about finding the right pieces to make that system. And that's where it's not on Quinn. It's on DL. And DL, right? I mean, yeah, I agree. And, and you're you're working with what you've got. He's done a great job. I've not, I've got no complaints about Lindsey, but we need we need players who can hit the shots that we're creating. So Clay Thompson is shooting thirty four percent from three oh, at wow. seven attempts a game. Ouch. He's averaging twenty one points a game. He's having a rough year, guys. Yeah, but he'll bounce back. He will. Okay, but so I was I had to check on Tobias. So maybe Tobias ten, goes to my number one. I mean, a, I think Kimba would be awesome still. I think I don't we're know, just man, tired of point guards who can't shoot and yeah. can't play mm-hmm. consistently. Tobias is shooting uh, four and a half threes a game, hitting two, hitting one point nine. Hmm. For forty two percent, you uh, you would you'd imagine that Snyder would have him. I want that up to up about six that. at yeah. least. But over the last one, two, three, four years, he's got five and a half, five point eight, five point three, four point six. Oh yeah, okay. So he can launch him, and he hits him. He's pretty efficient uh-huh. for, for his career. Uh, dude's a. Well, didn't he start out in Detroit? He's moved around. I think no, he was, he was drafted, by, drafted Orlando. by Orlando. Moved to oh, Detroit right. in one of their crappy yeah, trades. I forget. Those. He was one of those guys that like. They traded after the second year because yeah. he wasn't doing what they thought he should be doing. Right. He didn't, you know, become LeBron in his rookie right. year, so he's a wash. Let's but get everybody rid of him. was like, hold on. I think it was when they got Vucevic or something like that down in Orlando. And he uh and he 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 was one of those guys where everybody's like, He he's not 
he's not as terrible. great as maybe you thought he could be, but he's he's doing pretty good. And then he just he was one of those late bloomers. He was decent in Detroit. He yeah. glowed up, and then he's yeah, he blew up in in L.A. Yeah, yeah. But he seems to really like it there. I think it's gonna be, and I think they like him. Oh yeah, it's working. Uh, we'll see how much they like him when playoff time rolls around, where the standings are, and whether or not they can compete yeah. with the roster they've got. Because it's true. The the reality and the is the coach they have, and we've seen it time and time again. I, I think Doc Rivers is an underrated. Well, he's both overrated and underrated. He's got <laughs> he's he's actually not a bad coach when he doesn't have star players that demand all the shots. Right. But um, we've seen it time and time again. Most of the time, play, teams that don't have one standout guy that they can count on can get his own shot. Can you know move the defense around with his you know just with his eyes or with his ball handling, with his shot, whatever. They always struggle in the playoffs. You've got to have that guy that can do it, and I don't think the Clippers have that guy. So I think that they end up falling quickly, and and so maybe they, you know, really. The Clippers are pinning their hopes on Kawhi Leonard. They want Kawhi or KD. Yeah, they're not going to get those guys. I think Kawhi stays in Toronto. Honestly, hmm. um, maybe I'm wrong. You know, but that's who they're hoping for. So they're not going to sign Tobias until they know whether or not they've got one of those guys. And you I know think why. that's true. That's what happened that to the Jazz this past season yep. with Kyle Lowry. Exactly. Yep. We could swoop in and just say, and that's here's, what money we should be doing. The, here's money on the table at 12.01. Yep. And he apparently Eastern was going to take it. Here's money on the According table. The and your your team is waiting to know what Kawhi's going to do, which you know how that's going to go. That's going to get drug out all summer. But um, mm, that could be good. Yeah. Very advantageous for yep. us. KD, that's why I'm saying KD and Kawhi, and even like, I think Demarcus Cousins is going to attract some uh, some interest. Uh, Demarcus Cousins is an, an anomaly. Like he's he hasn't played. He's coming off an ACL tear. He's still got more uh, All Star votes than Gobert. We don't know <laughs> what he's going to be. Yeah, but I think that being in Golden State, he's going to rehabilitate his image for one. Yeah, he's going to be productive, being the fifth guy on that team. So all he has to do is show. 12.7 boards in 20 minutes a game show that he can still do what he did before and coming back off of this Achilles thing. And if he can do that, somebody's going to be willing to throw some money at him. New York. Speaking yeah. of the uh, contract thing, like waiting for the, the you know, yeah. people to sign and whatnot, something that the Bleacher Report had, had mentioned about Tobias Harris was that he's somebody that... Um, that you should not feel bad if you overpay him, right? Like, like basically, it, it basically said he's a guy worth overpaying for to steal him from L.A. And you're basically. gonna have to. I, I would, I would say, throw out a four-year, whatever the max, twenty-five million a year kind of contract mm-hmm. is, and just say, listen, we think you're worth this. We'll make you the highest-paid guy on our team. Mm-hmm. You know, this is who we are. Gobert, you know who Gobert is. You know who Donovan is. Donovan's our face. Right. But we want you to come in and do everything you've done with the Clippers and more. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, as a fan, I'd be completely okay with that because I, I understand who we are. We have to overpay these people mm-hmm. to get him here, and I'm okay with it. Well, in your, if, if we were to do that, he's a young guy, no injury history, efficient player with the kind of game again that's going to age well he's not yeah he's only 26 he's only 26 and he's not a guy that relies on explosive athleticism 
those are the kinds of guys that tend to get injured, like like Russ. You know, Russell right. Westbrook is in this five-year contract extension, right? That him, John Wall, who rely on their athleticism, and they're just going to get injured and, and they're speed. inefficient. Mm-hmm. And it's it's going to go that that last year of those guys' contracts is going to be horrible. Yeah, Tobias Harris, Kemba Walker, I think guys like that they're they're not the risk. Speaking of horrible. NBA All-Star fan, fan voting. Fans suck. <laughs> the first, sorry, I had to, <laughs> the first round up. of all that up. Yeah, the <laughs> first round of uh, All-Star voting has come in, and there are some surprises on the list. Some uh, leaders that we don't expect. Men like Derrick Rose, Jamarcus <laughs> Cousins, and Lonzo Ball all. So, Top the list on the first round. Not to mention, we got people like Jeremy Lin, Vince Carter, and Gordon Hayward, who's having a stellar season in Boston. <laughs> Gordon Hayward is coming in, actually, right above Al Horford, who's mm-hmm. also having a, air quotes, stellar year stellar, in Boston. Stellar year. Yeah. Those are guys that won't even get in on the coaches' picks. No, not at all. Your top in the East, Giannis, Kawhi, Joel Embiid, Man, Butler, not even really. So your top three are legitimate. But even that, like uh, Jason Tatum, get out of there. Yeah, Tatum doesn't but belong Blake there. Blake Griffin does. Yeah. Andre Drummond, I haven't heard much about what he's doing. No. Vince Carter definitely does not. Yeah. But can I tell you, I wish Vince Carter was on our team. <laughs> I do. <laughs> 41 years old. Yeah. Still hitting threes. Yeah. Still getting up to dunk occasionally. Yeah, still revving it up. Plays defense, you know. Mm-hmm. He's I want that couple, guy on my team. He said a couple years ago that he's not sticking around solely to mentor young players, that he's going to play as long as he feels that he can play. Yeah. And that's what he's looking for. He's not looking just to uh, chase rings or anything like that. Obviously, he's not because he's not signing with Lakers or any of these teams. He's signing with teams that he can play with because he still wants to play. So what do you guys think of Luca with the number two, uh, with more so, votes than oh, Kevin Durant first, or Anthony Davis? First of all, the, they sh- the fact that they put him in the front court is atrocious. Right. He's not a front court player. Uh, fantasy basketball has him as a guard forward. Right. No, or, yeah, shooting guard, power forward is yeah. how, how he is on my – because I actually have him. I don't know what position that is. Because but. he's slo- – because we like still have this slot of five positional players, Right. right? What Dallas does is they run like three or four guards. But just because he's out there as one of those three or four guards doesn't mean that he's a power forward. He's a guard in a four-guard lineup. Uh And so to put him in as a front-court player is is almost like saying, listen, we know that you're not going to make it in if we put you in the backcourt. Because if we put you in the backcourt, you've got Steph... Uh, Derek Rose, you know, the amazing Derek Rose, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, uh, all the Damian Lillard, all those guys are going to get way more votes than, than Luca. So, well, so I do. Thought, can I just, I just yeah. saw something. I got to say it. So, uh, top three vote getters in the West LeBron James, Steph Curry, and Jazz great Derek Rose. <laughs> yep. Derek Rose. I'll tell you why Derek Rose is vote getter yep. in the West. He blew it up in China, <laughs> and so those guys that that played well Derek in China Rose never played in China, did he? La- Didn't he? I don't know. I don't think so. Derek Rose is huge in China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like the market? He blew up the market in China, right? Yeah. 
He, he sells, have, sells a lot of shoes in China. I don't. He got a standing ovation when he went back and played in Chicago. Yeah, and people just love him. Which he's is a so jazz weird. legend. He's, I love him. Six. He is a horrible person. Ninety-eight thousand. I, I don't. What? Right. What are you gonna say, Carter? Well, I That's was just crazy. gonna say about Luca is. Yeah. He's getting a lot of votes from whatever country he's from. Mm-hmm. That you see that a lot. With he's Europe. from the country of Europe. Yeah, that's right. With <laughs> a lot of uh, those people those that come people. in. But you do see a lot of foreign players get. Yeah, they're crazy. Country. Like remember Zaza Pachulia. Zaza. This is white privilege. <laughs> Zaza was so obnoxious. Every so not him, Luca, but his, his people. Luca's no. Good. Zaza himself is incredibly obnoxious yeah, and like, career ender. We had the same issue with Zaza every year, where yeah. he would be up here on the high returns. He almost made it last year. Yep. So Luca is a good, really good player. Oh, I love to have him. If he is an all star, I'm not going to hate that. I'm like, okay, yeah, I that's awesome. I'm not going to love it but, though either. I'm not going to love it. I but I, but I'm not going to. He's a good player. But here's my whole thing. He shouldn't be a starter. Nope. First nope. and foremost, and second of all, my whole thing is the Ma- like the Mavericks. I know they're playing decently, but they're not, and they're a bigger market. They're not a small market, but they're not the biggest market. So I just can't see that these votes are coming from all the Mavs fans in the world. Like it's right. got to be a lot of hometown European people. Right. They're coming from Lucas. But then second of all, like if you look at Luca. And hit the career, the uh, rookie season he's having, and compare it to like Donovan Mitchell's rookie season, they're pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. And so Donovan Mitchell didn't get, you know, because they put if they'd put him as a front court player, maybe he does. Maybe he would. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. But but I just I'm saying I'm just like if if you have like a Rudy Gobert or any of these, some of these guys, I shouldn't say any of them, but some of these guys listed. Coming, you know, you can't have James Harden backing up Luka Doncic. No, no. Like, Luka's from Slovenia, well, by the way. He's okay. he's currently ahead of so in the front court in the West. You've got LeBron, who's clearly number one, and he deserves to be a starter, even from a statistical perspective. LeBron's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then you have Luka over Kevin Durant. Yep. Anthony Davis, who's yep. in the running for MVP. Mm-hmm. Paul George, yeah. who is single-handedly right now keeping Oklahoma City as a top three team in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, Steven Adams. Steven Adams. Which, which is getting New Zealand votes because Rudy Gobert is having exactly. a way better season. Steven than, Adams being on this Where's France? Do they so not watch basketball? Come yeah, on, France. Help out your boy. Probably not. Because Steven Adams being on here at all is ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. true. Exactly. Even he's, though he's, he's having solid, a good year. He's solid. But he's not a But he's not a top 10 front court player. No. Uh, Jokic is under Adams. Jokic should be up there where Doncic is. Where's right. he from? Where's his country? Yeah, Jokic Jeez. should be up there. These people are He's in one of those silent J countries. <laughs> and right. then Kyle Kuzma. He's from who like the Ukraine or something weird like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I'll be your Google. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, who is getting the LA vote. Serbia. Right? He right. shouldn't be on Jokic there. Jokic is from Serbia. Uh, Draymond Green. Um, who's not having who's an all-star year. Yeah, he shouldn't be up there at all. He shouldn't be on there. Nope. And DeMarcus Cousins. Who also who shouldn't played. be up there. He hasn't even played. Right. So this is where, where would you slot in this in the, in the the those 10 players? This is the name of the game. Where would you slot? Where would you slot Rudy Gobert in that list? I'll tell you right now. It would go LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Rudy Gobert. You'd put him over Paul George. I would. 
No. I would put Paul George. No, Sorry, I take George. that back. Yeah, yeah, I'd put Paul George and then Rudy. I'm yeah. looking at these. So I'd like put five. Rudy above. Yeah. Would you put him yeah. over Jokic? I would. Because Jokic is awesome and Denver's great, but they're firing on every cylinder. It's not like he's just true doing it. No, and he'll, he'll have games where he totally bombs. Totally disappears. You've got Gary Harrison, Flip Murray, and Paul Millsap. Exactly. And exactly. It they, they, and that's so they, weird, too, how he does a, that. But a revolving yeah, cast of dudes that are doing it disappears. for them. Yeah. Jokic is, to me, part of his fame is in large part due to how awesome he is. Um, the yeah, other face. part of it is is because he's such an anomaly that he's a he's a legit point center. Mm-hmm. Le- legit point center not not some like oh yeah he sometimes can pass the ball like no he runs the entire offense right. as a seven footer kind of like Arvidas Sabonis out there yeah yeah it'd be like if Arvidas played in, during this during this era mm-hmm. um, so I don't know where I'd put Gobert uh, as far as like if I put him above or below Jokic but that's exactly what I'd do too you have LeBron KD AD uh, PG-13 and then Gobert Jokic. Yeah. Gobert is a top. Uh, he's better than than he looks. Stephen Adams, Kyle Kuzma, Draymond Green, and obviously Demarcus Cousins. Those guys don't belong on the list. I didn't hear what you said about Kuz. What did you say about him? He doesn't belong. He gets on the, the LA vote. He's yeah. he's great. Like, he's I, good, but I would he's love to have him on our team. But no, he's he's, he's a he's the fourth fifth best player on that team. Right. Let alone a top front court player. In the fourth league. fifth best player on my fantasy team too <laughs> so uh, for the guards let's play the same game we've got Steph Curry at the top top vote getter Derek Rose over James Harden <laughs> Russell Westbrook Clay Thompson Damian Lillard DeMar Rosen Derek Rose is over all those guys and then we go down to Lonzo Ball shouldn't be on the list Devin Booker also shouldn't be on the list and Chris Paul, who also shouldn't be on the list. Too injured. He shouldn't even qualify. Right. Shouldn't even qualify for the list. Um, would you add, take those people off. I, I can't even think of who should be on here that's not on here. But would you put our man Spider on here? Well, I mean, over four of them, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I guess. No, you definitely over some. Like, if, if you're just, if all you get is these ten. Then yeah, I would definitely slot him over four or five, maybe even six of these guys. But not it, like CJ McCollum should be on the list too, right? You yeah, know, guys right. like that should should right. be there. So here's my thing about Spida. I love him. He's scoring for our team. He's doing what he does for our team, but he's doing it very, 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 very inefficiently oh, yeah. to yeah. where it hurts us. In some games, I'll just be honest, it hurts more than it helps in some games. And so, will Donovan be an all-star at some point? I think so. Mm -hmm. I think he can be a scoring champion at some point. I really do. But the dude's not an all-star this year. I'll just put it out there. But looking at this list, he's definitely better than at least those four guys. It was four, four of them that you named. Yeah, Derek so, Rose. So there's definitely Lonzo, I, Devin, I was Chris. ridiculous. I would put. Um, I would even put him over Demar Derozan. Honestly, I would give him as many votes right now as Damian Lillard, which is two hundred thousand, and I would give Damian Lillard probably near everybody else's. 
That's right. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would increase his to like Derrick Rose numbers, you know, because there's no way Lillard should be at 200,000 votes. Right. But he always will because Lillard is always underrated. He always. He always has been. Yep. He's always been that snub. Well, yeah, he, he and, was snubbed out of what, two or three all-star games already. There was one where he made it on because like two of or three injury. people got yeah. injured and he almost just didn't even go. Yeah. And I couldn't, and I wouldn't blame him if he was like, no, that's embarrassing. I should have been voted on there. Right. And you're putting me on there out of pity because I uh, voiced my frustration on Twitter, and now you're putting me on there. Honestly, I'd probably rather have Donovan than Russell Westbrook. Hmm. Is, Ru- is Russ that poopy this year? He is. His efficiency yeah, is worse than. Yeah, but nobody cares about that with Russ. He averages triple double. The thing they they are they are now. Now that they've got an actual, you know. Paul George, mm-hmm. but it's not. We, we forgave everything that that Russ did after KD left because it was like, well, who else? Yeah, that's right. Who else? It's funny you say that because last night on Twitter, that's all I saw about was how terrible Russell Westbrook was, and yeah. I'm like looking at this, going, I've never seen this kind of talk about because this ever is who he's before. been. Three for twenty, but still got a, got a triple double. Did he people, really? Yeah, people would look at that and go either stat padding or. Love that guy. Yeah, love love the heart. Love everything. Doubles, how can you hate it? Right. Yeah. And now everybody's saying, "Stop! Just stop with the shooting. Just this is this is your your stats are empty. Huh? Wow. Like you're hurting your team. Bravo, everybody. So bravo. I would take Donovan over that because, again, Donovan's inefficient because he has to be, and nobody else on the team yeah, can do true. anything. You, if you gave Donovan Mitchell somebody like a Tobias Harris or a Kemba Walker, I think all of a sudden Donovan's efficiency goes up because now he has the freedom to take an open shot. Yeah, you know, and doesn't have the burden of everything, you know, bearing down on him. Yeah, um, this is got- crazy. So, what I was going to ask is, go ahead. What would you do to fix it? That's what I was just going to ask. Yeah, good call. Uh, well, I, I, w- f- I was actually just going to ask you guys, <laughs> how can we make it better? Why is Gamora? <laughs> Get the fans out of it. I mean, it, honestly, if you want a game of the best of the best players in the NBA, then you have to take the fan voting out of it and just go purely off of who's the best players. And some of these guys will be on here, but some of them certainly wouldn't be. But I also do recognize... Um, so, this, so to, to clarify, this is how to fix Dwayne, this. Dwayne Wade is the number with. two vote getter for the East front court or back right, court. Right, exactly. And Wade and so, will probably so make it. He probably well, will make it be a starter. Start, it's He'll be a starter. Season, so they'll give him an all star. Kobe vote. was a starter in his final season. Right, they'll give it to him as a nod. So, so yeah. So if you're asking how to fix this in the sense of not getting these types of players, a Vince Carter and a, you know, at then you have to get the fans out of it. But yeah. I know that won't happen. And I know the fans voting is part of it because as, in addition, event. yeah, it's a fan event. The fans want to see the people that they want to see, which that might be Vince Carter for whatever reason. But And, and I, I will say this. The good thing about the fan vote is you get the popular, the most popular um, guys in the league on the starting as a starting lineup usually. Yeah, and what that means is when you have a guy like Rudy Gobert or someday Donovan Mitchell making an All Star team, now they're going to get to rub shoulders and talk to and build a relationship with the most popular players 
which is going to make them the most popular, uh, you know, or, or build their boost their their rep. That's why Donovan Mitchell has a signature shoe now because he's friends with Dwayne, Dwayne Wade saying he's going to be a star. You've got him, you know, video clips of him working out with James Harden and Chris Paul. That's that's mm-hmm. what boosts your popularity, which he's in turn with Paul George and yeah, real close with him. That in turn boosts the Jazz's that's popularity. Right. That's one of the reasons why Hayward sucked for Utah so much is that he made the All Star team and somebody had to tell him, "Dude, go talk to these guys." Yeah. you know, I remember you that belong. Story. You're supposed to be here. Go and do it. Yeah, yeah. And I remember he, that story. He didn't want to. He he wanted to. And, and I get it. He's an introvert, and you don't have to be that guy. That's why he went to Boston. He didn't want to be the guy anymore. Well, he's certainly not. And he now he's a like eighth, seventh, eighth man on that team, um, and going scoreless some nights, and which is just funny to me. So, I guess here's my problem with taking the fans out of it or keeping the fans in it is that, um. I get the league wants to keep the fans in it. It's a fan event, All-Star Weekend and whatnot. But then you get stupid results like these and you leave out people who have earned it Mm -hmm. because, well, the fans voted them in. The problem then becomes where if that's the case, then we should stop. um, We should stop using the All-Star game as an accolade and say that he's a 15-time All-Star. He's a seven-time All-Star. You need to go with All-NBA. You need to go with all NBA right. and, and take away all the value of the of the of the award of All Star. He's an All Star, and I, I honestly I think that we've started to do that because it doesn't matter. Like if the fans vote you in, and I think that's my problem. Like is that we do count that he's a seven time All Star, but the players still see the All Star game as the game I got to go play to right. show the world that I belong with the best of the best yeah. or the most popular. Right. Like you were saying, they don't. They don't. So care the players about the really NBA. care. Because the All NBA doesn't actually play anything. It's a postseason award. Yeah, it just goes on your resume. It gives you maybe a kicker in your contract. But it's funny. Look at Rudy Gobert, who has not been an All Star yet, but he's no, he had. Was, a, he was last year. He no, not All Star. He wasn't an All Star. Oh, no. did he not get? No, no man, he's not been an All Star yet. But he's made two All NBA teams, teams. Yep. and Number he one. won Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. So he's got three even more important. Uh, accolades right. to his name, yeah, that's right. and yet he has not played in an All Star game yet. And so, I mean, uh, us where we, where as you know, we can look at that and say, well, that matters way more. I don't know if Rudy Gobert. I think the defensive player thing. I mean, they probably it's, mean something to the, him. The but thing is, I think it does mean something to them, and that's my point. But like you said, it's, like, there's no showcase of it. The though, game has, other than on your Wikipedia page. The game has an inherent meaning to it, and so since it has that value and that meaning to it, we should treat it thusly and re- and let it be legitimate. Like, but, take the fans out of it and put the people there that deserve to be there since it does have this, this honor. But part of the inherent value is the fact that it's a popularity contest. Yeah. And that, that is what, like, they don't play defense until the end of the fourth quarter. You know, it, it's about dunks and can we score 350 Gosh. points combined. That's not fun to watch. You no, know, and, and it's gotten to, to be. Yeah. Well, I think the, the ratings show all the other stuff, the three-point, the dunk contest, all that stuff is way, like, mm-hmm. way more. The Saturday events are way more watched than the actual All-Star game on Sunday. Which is why Donovan Mitchell dominating the dunk contest the way that he did yeah. was great because he actually was one of the, like, I think the last couple 
including this last one, brought the dunk contest back to being not the Jeremy Evans jumping over a painting yeah. of himself weirdness. No, last year was the first legit like dunk contest that I was like, this feels like watching an old dunk contest. Like the like the Vince Carter, Tracy yeah. McGrady, Steve Francis dunk off. That was amazing, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, all that to say, it, it is broken when you have people that can swing a Zaza almost getting on the starting right. lineup. Or we look at this and like DeMarcus gets 100,000 votes. Like, I think that the only way to do that is to go back to the, here's a list of 20 guys. That's how it was when we were you know, young. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a potential starter. We're going to limit you to those votes. Yep. But that defeats the NBA's purpose, that the NBA wants to blow up these fan bases, expand globally. Right. If I'm in the NBA front office and I see that Zaza Peculia is getting almost starter-level votes, I look at that and I go, yeah, that sucks for the game, but that's awesome for me because that means that I've got – Millions of people watching from wherever the heck he is. Right, exactly. That's a, that's a market that's, I'm sure, dominated by soccer. They're, but yet, here invested. they are. They're invested in this. And and people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. And even if it's bad press, it's still press, and we're getting press about it. I'll, I'll say this. When I got the results today and I saw what they were, I immediately went to Google and voted for people that should be there. Right. Immediately. Because I was like, this is ridiculous. I got one little vote, but I'm going to make a count. Well, you can have one little vote times like a, a thousand. I'll do it every That's day. True. It'll be like times twenty-one. Right. So, what's more, play, <laughs> what's more important to a player's brand, like their popularity, how they're seen, like you were saying, from a global market, from a that kind of thing, making an all-star game or having a signature shoe? Because, because no. my guess is that we're gonna have yeah. a guy with a signature shoe that's not even made an all-star game yet. Like, I, would well, say, I just wonder how I don't that think he'll make an all star game for a couple of years. Yeah, either. he might not. No, I think yeah. well, but the signature shoe might get him there. Being Adidas, and Adidas is a major brand. It's not New Balance, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or even Under Armour. I mean, Steph Curry made Under Armour. Right. Under Armour is yeah. nothing without Steph. That's right. true. Um, I never heard of him until yeah. Adidas yeah. isn't Nike. They, were, they just did football stuff prior to that. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. Adidas isn't Nike, but they're not Reebok. So, the fact that he's going to be a face of, for them. They're above British Knights and above Fila. <laughs> Are they bigger than Ruse? They had a pocket. They're bigger than Ruse. <laughs> Zip little pocket on their shoe. Um, overall, like when you look at the who's who of, of people who have signature shoes, the people that have signature shoes are the people you expect to make an all-star game. And so, them giving Don a signature shoe now means they think that he is that kind of player and they're investing in him now they're making him a face and they will do more to increase Don's brand than making an all-star game would what they do for Don is how people make all-star games outside of being in a big market or just simply being outstanding Donnie will be outstanding he will get there I'm convinced I'm sure he will um Wilson, but the, the shoe's going to help him out. Great. Well, and that's the thing about this year and next there. year and however long it does take him, regardless if he makes the team, he's going to be represented that weekend. You're going to see him in the dunk contest. You're going to see him on the 
the other, you know, the skills challenges. They're going to bring him in because mm-hmm. he has. I mean, he, oh, he's he, got a following. Yeah, he, he was yeah, he was on the cover of Two K in China, on, on yeah. the Chinese edition. So like, where's China? Why aren't they voting for him? What's going on here? Right. right. No, but really like that, and he's going to show up in his issue number ones, and mm-hmm. so and he's going to be hanging out with Paul George on the sideline, taking videos yeah. and laughing yeah. it up, getting an and, Instagram presence. And you're going to get stuff. the people that will say, "Oh well, Ben Simmons is already making an All Star team," and blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, but Donovan's got all this other stuff that's, <laughs> that's building him as a as a brand and as a player, and the Utah Jazz even without making it. And then on top of that, one day he will make it, and yeah. he'll have even more. Recognition. Plus, Don doesn't date a Kardashian. That's true. Darren, I think what you said is very astute about how um, the shoe will eventually make the player. Uh, because as the shoe goes out and as his, the, you know, you get the advertisements and all the marketing and whatnot, I think over time you start to get this, this slow little exponential growth with, with it where all of a sudden – not maybe next season, but the next year after that, all these votes start to come in as Don fans start to vote right. for him. They're not Jazz fans, but hey, I love his shoe. I play with it all the time on my high school team. You know, I'm a fan of Don. I'm, he's going to get my All Star vote, and you, he's going to end up getting invited. I'm sure to the USA Select, you know, group of okay. guys that goes and works out in Vegas for the oh, Olympics yeah. and all that. Right. He's going to, and because of who he is. He's going to make connections. He's going to build his brand. He's going to recruit. He's going to do all those things. I'm not, I'm not... I want our guys to get all-star votes. I'm not worried that they don't because over time, we have to. everything with Utah means it's going to happen over time. If Mitchell was in L.A., he would be an all-star because of the publicity you yeah, get from you get being in LA. Do you know who I think might exactly. might make the All-Star team though this year off of probably like coaches Mm-mm. is Rudy. I think he could. I think he oh, can yeah. this year. I think the coaches all recognize even the on on-air personalities, the writers, everybody, yeah. they all recognize that Gobert is having a killer killer year. Uh, he was left off of they, he was barely left off of the Ringers top twenty-five players in the league. Um, you know, not regard dis- disregarding position, and they were talking about. I was listening to their podcast on it. They were talking about the yeah, that was a that was a hard call to leave off Gobert when he's having the year that he is. Part of the problem is team success, yep. and if we go on another thirty and twelve run, I'm sorry. 44 and 0 run. 44 and 0. 44 and 0. Right. Um, that popularity, he'll get it by the end of the year. I just wish we had it at the middle. Yeah. That's a good point. That'd be exciting to see him there. Yeah. It'd be good. Dunking all over fools. I don't think he would take a possession off on defense either. No, I think you'd like, have like James, like uh, Ben Simmons trying to come in for a dunk and he just swat that thing out of there. He's not there to shoot threes. He's not. He's there to. I catch bet he does you. though. He's there to catch. That'd be you. awesome. And he's there to block shots into the he's, fifth row. He came to catch hoops and take names. Yeah, he's all out of catching hoops. That would be sick if you see him cross somebody up and take a step back. <laughs> you guys like those dons? So I know we talked shoes for a second. I think but. the Dons are a good basketball-looking shoe. I don't really like how they look off the court, though. Uh, so I like the shoe, 
but I would wear it on the court. I don't. I don't like it. It's grown on me. When I first well, saw like, it, I was kind of like, "Whoa!" But I think if you get more colorways and stuff like that, but those it, th- those dames that we were talking about, those mint colored yeah. ones, those ones are are different. Those ones I think are yeah, sick. Those, are, those awesome. are beautiful. I'm gonna get the Dons though. I mean, I'm gonna but support them. Seen a close up shot of the Don either. It's all oh, been really? like him holding it. So I, I haven't seen what it looks like up close. Adidas the fabric, took the pattern, all that stuff. I haven't seen it. Adidas put out some stuff recently yeah. and showed a better look at them. Okay, I'll I'll pull it up. Yeah, here I'll a bit. check that because I haven't seen them. I've only seen the the bright Spider Man red and blue mm-hmm. uh, picture with when he's holding it and another one with him flanked by uh, just a guy and a girl on both sides. So I don't really know what they look like. Yeah, I don't know. I'll get them. Yeah. Support the dude. I do love how they're supposed to be affordable, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm guessing they're not going to be Shaquille O'Neal affordable because uh, Shaq sold his shoes famously through Payless Shoe Source. Sh- uh, shoe Source. But um, I, I don't think they'll be that affordable. I think they'll probably be like maybe an $80 shoe, I'm guessing. Hmm. Sold in Foot Locker. I don't know. I just can't see the dun- like Adidas agreeing to sell his shoe at like $20 at a pay less like Shaq did I know he wants them to be affordable so that people can buy them he doesn't want a $150 shoe I just can't they're, they're gonna be a $90 shoe I'm sure that's what I think I think they're gonna be like in, you know I, in I, the 80s so like you I probably wouldn't buy them to wear just around but I I love the the boldness of it it's it, mm-hmm. it's all about this you know him being spider right it's got the the spider-man colors on it it's it's bold it's flashy and i think that the the worst thing that could have happened was for him to come out with some steph curry grandma shoe i oh, think yeah. him coming out with something that you either love it or you hate it is the you've got to pr- promote or produce a reaction yeah. with it and this does and it fits his personality it's yep. it's it fits him, so I love it. I agree. I and, it. and I'm just scrolling through Twitter right now, just looking at the yeah. hashtag for his shoe, and it's pretty positive. There's people out there that, like, this dude lives in Miami, and just, like, people that I'm noticing, not just Utah uh-huh. fans, right. that think the shoe's cool, cool. and they're going to get it. Go for it. So Donovan's got a national national following. Yeah, he does. Whenever we go to New York, uh, we, of course, being me and the Utah Jazz. Yeah, I mean, we like to travel with the team when we Yeah, can. he has a huge... Uh, reaction there. Lots of Donovan jerseys in the stands there. That's true. They, they changed it. They had to have changed it this afternoon because this morning I looked at um, Adidas Twitter and they actually had Donovan Mitchell as their their headline oh, nice. picture. Oh, yeah. But they're, uh, so they, they still have the hashtag for issue number one oh, okay. as their main thing when you go to Adidas Basketball's Twitter. Yeah. So like they're they're pushing it. You go right here, he's they he's all over their their stuff right now. What's cool is you're gonna have him and Damian Lillard and all those guys that are on Adidas. I can't think of honestly anybody else other than those guys right now, but um you're gonna have all those guys out there promoting the brand and uh and doing it together and that's just gonna help promote Donovan and, and the team and so again I'm all for it. That's true. But uh, we have wandered, explored mainly the jazz so far tonight. So uh, so if you want to hit us up, check us out on Twitter at the Hero Ball Pod. 
And uh, let us know what you think about the Dons, what you think about the Jazz. Are they going to make a run? Are they a second-half team? Is there somebody you would trade for? We want to know. New Year, New Us. New Year, New <laughs> Us. New Year, New Jazz. New Year, New 44, new, No Run. New hour and 20-minute episode of Hero You know Ball. what? Sometimes you just got to go there. That's right. Sometimes it's been a while, dude. It's been a while, man. You know, yeah. It, it's been All a right. while since I heard. <laughs> you know what? Hold my head up high. song. Darren, you want to take us out with that? Let's go. <laughs> it's been a while since I first saw you. I, you know, actually, I'm sorry. I had a little bit too much enunciation on some of those words <laughs> there. But uh, anyway, hit us up on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a honest five-star review. Yep. And uh, until next time, keep chucking. Keep chucking.